0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and my guests today are Tom Nixon. He's with TZD, Towards Zero Death, and Captain Adam Fulton. He is the Brainerd Captain of the State Patrol Office here in Brainerd. And guys, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, numbers are trending in the right way, and that's one of the things uh, towards Zero Deaths does is kind of track that. It's great to share good
2: news. When we're looking at uh, the goal of the program and we say the goal of zero deaths, we, do, we won't make that this year because, well, we're, we're already at a number of 41. 41 lives lost, 41 people that are not coming home or going to their destinations we planned on. But we can say that's 20 less than we were at this time last year, Mm. which is a a right direction, road to improvement, opportunity to celebrate. That means we've had zero days. We may have had a zero week in some areas where we have the opportunity to say we're doing some things that are making a difference. And most importantly, it's people making the right choices. Really, a lot of the things that we do are reactive, and so it becomes the personal choice of those drivers to be aware and to do the things they need to do uh, behind the wheel that allow us to say we're making progress. But a lot of the program is looking at what happens and how do we prevent it from happening. And in this case, we can say there's been some improvement.
0: Yeah. And if you will, for our listeners, I know you haven't been here for a while. Tell us uh, about TZD briefly.
2: TZD is a a basically four-pillared program that will add a fifth at the end. But we look at our, our four peers that come together to work on how we prevent traffic crashes from happening and when they do happen what do we do we have engineering education enforcement and emergency trauma services and when a crash happens we look at what happened what contributed to that crash and then how do we prevent it from happening again in the future today education us here visiting and uh, you know captain fulton here from enforcement is going to talk about what things we have up and coming but we all feel these crashes. We all, uh, whether we're in this field or you're doing something else, crashes are a tragic thing. So TZD is goal zero. That's what we wanna to get to is no deaths on our roads. Every crash is preventable and nobody just dies in a crash, they're tragically killed. So we really, we look at this from a, uh, a real opportunity to improve.
0: Yeah. Uh, nice to see those numbers down, that's for sure. And I was gonna ask too, Adam, uh, whether you have seen this uh, during the pandemic, we saw just crazy speeds and some, what I would call, uh, unusual activity on the roads that we hadn't seen before uh, at that level. Is yeah. that
1: uh, calming down a little too? It has been, and that's it's great that you touch on that because we were seeing for a, a period of time where we, were, we would typically get a, a speed every once in a while in the triple digits on our area roads and hold those drivers accountable. But then it occurred where it went from about once a month to almost once a week. Um, but that is thankfully that's gone down in the it dramatically um, and that's that's helped our area and and again the state patrols district for Brainerd encompasses eight counties in central Minnesota and like Tom said we are actually trending in the right direction as well we're we have two fatal crashes so far this year in our district Um, like we mentioned unfortunately that's two people that aren't coming home but we're sitting at half of what we had last year up at this exact same time so that's that's a tremendous improvement, and and I think even one of those crashes, uh, the individual is not wearing a seatbelt, and I think they might have. It's it's hard to say right now. The crash investigation uh, is just wrapping up, but it's it that one might have even been prevented had that individual been wearing a seatbelt. So uh, we're definitely going in the right direction in this area, and we've got like uh, Tom mentioned our e partners to thank, and the fifth one being everyone, um, because this is definitely not a law enforcement only pro, you know problem that we got to right. solve.
0: So. Right. And really, Tom, when you talk about engineering on those ease, uh, that's not only the engineering behind the roads and things like uh, J-turns and so on and so forth, but it's the engineering in the vehicles, which, again, nowadays, with the seat belt on and the way the vehicles are built, you can survive a pretty big crash.
2: It is increases your survivability dramatically and over the years i've not found a successful argument where someone said well i i don't want to wear a seatbelt because it's gonna you know i'm gonna be thrown clear most of the time you're in the same path and in inertia that you're going to be rolled over upon uh, those vehicles that we've had um, in the water we've had plenty of saves of people getting out There's just not a good example of where the belt is not going to be a helpful tool. And we we find every year about nearly half of our fatalities are unbelted, so belts do save lives. We know that that makes a difference, and we we really like to strive towards we have about a 90-some percent compliance rate year over year. Some years as high as 95, some years as low as 90, but we have a good seatbelt compliance rate. Most people do that. They know why, and they do the right thing.
0: Uh, I'm I'm optimistic that we're done with the actual winter driving, but uh, it is still uh, March and April. We could see another storm, and those uh, weather events always contribute to crashes, don't they?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. the The last few weekends we've had an uptick in our uh, reportable, you know, crashes, as we code them as what we would call like a 1050, and then our vehicle off-roads have been a lot higher in the last few weekends. But uh, it. it it should be going in the right direction. Hopefully with this weekend warming up and everything, we'll start to see uh, some people keeping it between the lane lines, as, as we say. But, uh, yeah, that's that's had an impact. Thankfully, um, they haven't been serious injury ones, so we'll, we'll – uh, Counter blessings there and uh, hopefully this weather goes away because it's getting frustrating for everybody. Everybody's getting real tired of it. So
0: Yeah and yet as we head for the next weather phase we know as the snow goes away we're going to see uh, this uh, constant uh, if you will cycle of freeze, thaw- uh, thawing, fog, icy patches will still
2: remain in the morning so there's still some things to watch out for on the roads. The risk changes but That'll come into summertime for other risks at that point as well. And when we talk about this for drivers, it's just being attentive. So the distractions need to go away. If they haven't gone away already, that's something that you can commit to doing yourself. It helps a lot. But as we get into spring specifically, the fog, uh, clearing your windshield before you leave with that thick frost, being prepared for what you can't see is very difficult. So immediately, if you encounter fog, uh, um, cover your brake, reduce your speed, Uh, Be prepared if there's fog. There's also still a risk of ice, as you mentioned. You know, when you have that thaw, they're going to have some of those curves and and slopes that are going to bring what was on the shoulder melting across and going to have those icy spots where you don't necessarily expect it. By midday, most times, these are all cleaned up. But the mornings and the evenings are going to be a little riskier. And... Be a watchful eye for those people that are enjoying that better weather. We want to get outside. We've been trapped in the snow fort. It's time to get out and walk and, and enjoy the fresh air, walk the dog, but um, wear high visibility clothing and, and drivers pay attention.
0: Yeah, uh, fog is an
2: issue, uh, and
0: I, I can't tell you how many times we get phone calls when it's foggy. Will you tell drivers to please turn their headlights on? And it just it's to me it's like it's it's common sense, but it doesn't always happen, does it?
1: No, it definitely doesn't. And that's when I just, I, we'll, we'll stop cars for that uh, violation a lot during either the rain or the snow. And uh, people always tell me, well, it's because my headlights are automatic. Well, yeah, everybody's headlights are automatic nowadays in a modern car. You can still t- turn them on manually. And the nice thing, like we always mentioned before, when you turn your headlights on, your taillights will then come on and your, vis- your vehicle is just that much more visible um, to everybody else. And to your point, I, I I had to travel to St. Cloud the other day and during pretty bad weather. And on the way down, it was just amazing the amount of vehicles. I was in my personal vehicle. Not a lot I could do about it at the time. But you, uh, the amount of people that don't have their headlights on and just don't want to turn them on. And, yeah, it, it, it that one surprised me because that's a pretty easy safety measure you can take and just to make your vehicle more visible to everybody else.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole point. Yep. It's so others can see you. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you get stuck behind a semi um i i've got a few miles under my belt in a in a semi truck when i was a lot younger and they can't see you um they you might think they can or when a plow is going by they cannot see you um and it's uh, every little bit helps just to make you a little bit more you know a little bit more safe a little safer on the road a little bit more
2: visible to everybody else so. we we like to be predictable on the roadway and one of the things after one of the times we visited we talked about snowfall and driving and the same thing about lights and i i talked with Captain, afterward about hazards. Sometimes we see people driving down the road with their hazards on, and this one is a little difficult to answer: what's right and what's wrong there. But your hazards are not superpower lights; they don't allow you to do anything else that anybody else wouldn't um, on the road. But what what they are designed to do is to warn other drivers, or warn other people on the road: there's something wrong. There's you know you're a hazard. Is that that? So in the event that you're you're coming along and you see vehicles with their hazards on in front of you please be cautious pay attention there's probably a reason they have them on maybe it's because they can't drive the speed they need. <clears throat> we would tell most people if you' can't keep up with traffic get off on the next road that you can if you really are in a position where you can't see and you can't drive get off at least of the travel lane and, and get out of the way but you're at risk at that point you um, your you're, people are not expecting you you're not predictable and that's where that risk come in so sometimes the, the hazards can be helpful. But they don't tell anything; they just warn. So, yeah. therefore, it can be a little bit of a distraction, or maybe another risk because someone doesn't understand what you're doing. So, you doesn't you can't use your blinkers at that point. It doesn't show anybody what direction you want to go, and yeah. your, your brakes not might not show up as well either. So, use them with caution. But that's that's a question that comes up sometimes with severe weather and fog and so forth.
0: Okay, uh, we talked about the freeze and thaw. Another thing that's doing is uh, damaging our roads, unfortunately. That also means it won't be long and we'll be seeing a lot of crews out trying to repair these uh, streets and roadways. And again, we have
2: laws concerning that, don't we? the orange starts to sprout at this time of spring yes <laughs> yeah. um, as the roving uh, um, crack sealing, road crack ceiling uh, projects will be coming along and if you come upon uh, one of those vehicles that are warning you of something coming ahead it's a work zone at that point point. and if uh, you don't heed the warning and pay attention everyone's safety is at risk at that point in addition um, State Patrol is a great partner that'll be out there in local law enforcement watching for people that aren't paying attention, and uh, or are just flagrantly not paying uh, the due respect to that job, and they will be talked to. Absolutely, that. yeah. We uh, like
1: yesterday there was a crew working out on two hundred and ten, uh, and a trooper sat with them for just a little bit, just to slow people down while they uh, the the MNDOT crew did a great job. I thought they were staying even on the shoulder and then trying to get. The little bit of asphalt that they could with the shovels into the lane as cars went by, so we helped them and slowed people down a little bit. But it, it's uh, yeah, with everybody's compl- they complain to us, I know they complain to you guys, and I'm sure they call in too about how bad the roads are this spring. And uh, so they'll definitely be out in full force here in the next few
0: weeks, so yeah. And the Ted Foss uh, move over r- rule continues that law,
1: absolutely. Yeah, if you do see the crew over there and uh, the lights are on, move over a lane. Uh, if you're unable to move over the lane like the law states, then you must slow down. So pretty simple. I mean, it's uh, it's what uh, everybody would think of as common sense. It's not so common with some people. That's why we have to have a law like that. But it's uh, just common sense. Slow down, pay attention, look a little bit farther down the road. Then, you know, some people get caught in uh, what's going on in the car, and they're all of a sudden they're just looking 20, 30 feet in front of the car. Well, you should be looking quite a ways farther than that. And you'll see those lights, and then you can take the uh, necessary steps to. Will or slow down so, mm.
0: um, as we get into uh the month of April, it's, it's almost here. You have another enforcement coming up, do you not? Absolutely, and this is probably the one that we
1: get the most complaints on. Um, right there, I would say, right next to speed, uh, we get the most complaints on just people cannot put that phone down when they're driving. Um, so April is distracted driving month. Um, we have a, a lot of funding from. NHTSA and from other sources, so there'll be plenty of overtime shifts for troopers out working the distracted driving uh, wave, as we call it, which is the whole month of April. Uh, so we'll be doing some overtime shifts along with regular shifts uh, that will uh, be actively looking for those type of offenses. And uh, everybody's got a story. They 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 tell us whether they're in their vehicle, and it seems like everybody pulls up to a stoplight, and immediately that phone comes back up. And uh, the way the law is written, remi- just r- like I'd re- like to remind the listeners, it's hands-free. So that y- you're in traffic when you're at a stop light or a stop sign. That phone needs to be put away. And uh, I think um, the ticket does the job sometimes, but uh, we do get some repeat offenders in there too. So it's just a good reminder for people that that phone call can wait or uh, text or whatever can wait till you get to where you're going. So,
2: And yeah. a way to reinforce this, there was a, a story just little further south of here where there was a young person at a stoplight and they got on their phone and the turn lane next to them had the um opportunity to to move forward and this person didn't pay attention and for some reason in the interaction of what was going on they they didn't look fully and they stepped on the gas and they went out and that turn lane actually wasn't it wasn't their turn to go and they pulled out in front of a large truck and that that young person died And when we look at, you know, what the risk is, if you're not paying attention, you just, you're not aware, you're not involved, you don't know what's happening. There's been stories where crash reconstructionists have had testimony, you've told me about this, where someone said, I think I just blew a stop sign. They were able to say that quick enough and then had a crash afterward that ended their life. When we talk about distraction, it is a habit, and you need to break it. It's one of those things, and it takes 30 days to, to create a habit. It takes 30 to 90 days to break a habit, so yeah. take the time.
0: Yep. Uh, Captain Fulton, will uh, other law enforcement agencies also participate in that uh, focus? And I'm thinking local police. Yeah,
1: absolutely. This is one that we partner up with other agencies, and, and in the past we've had uh, details with three to four other agencies on the ground and just rotating – uh, with with a spotter vehicle type thing and then calling out violations to vehicles on the ground um, That's been very successful um, And we'll be looking to partner up with our our local partners for that from like crow wing and Pequot Brainerd Baxter that sort of thing this so that's been very successful and it gives uh, it, it, it just it helps our Agencies work together, but it gives them something else to focus on for a little bit as well so um, just to kind of have everybody work together and and solve that problem if we will it, it it'll take a little bit but uh hopefully with a lot more people chipping in it's gonna gonna get it going down in the right direction i would say and yeah.
2: those those efforts work because saint patrick's day weekend was actually a fairly slow weekend when we look at what things yeah. were bar we talked about that this last year bar was actually fairly slow um fishing extravaganza same story yeah People are getting the message. They're changing their behavior. This is something we can be very proud of, that that's maybe a good contributor to saying that's where the numbers are going in the right direction. So thanks to these agencies for partnering and for doing that effort and for those that are pushing that information out, for example, right now, giving us this opportunity to talk about it. It's, it's a win, and we're, and we're very happy to see all of these partners doing what they need to do to make um, our goal towards zero more of a reality. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, we appreciate
0: you being here to talk about these uh, traffic uh, safety issues and certainly encourage everyone to take that personal responsibility. And especially in the month of April, put the phone down for in, when, when in the vehicle. You got it. It's Absolutely. pretty simple to do. Yep. But uh, thank you for what you're doing, too, to keep our roads safe. We oh, thank you very it. much. Yep. All right. Our guests today, uh, Tom Nixon with TZD and Captain, Captain Adam Fulton with the Brainerd State Patrol Office. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found on our website. You can listen anytime there at 1067wjjy.com. You can also find our Community Focus programs on our free mobile app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.